we have to create the right vibe, you know, the energy and everybody at the organization has to feel so privileged to be here. It's, it's no other way. Thanks for listening to the Purely Arsenal podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at Purely Arsenal FP for all the latest Arsenal podcasts. Welcome to another episode of a Purely Arsenal podcast. We're going to review the Leicester game and preview Liverpool game. It's the first time we've been live, well not live, but on YouTube. And I've got Neil Shaw with me. How are you doing, Neil? I'm good. I've got my Emmanuel Petit little... 14 there, look. 17 or whatever it is. There you go. There, look. It's beautiful. Oh. This is surreal, but happy to see all of your lovely, beautiful, sexy faces. Yeah, we had no idea what each other looked like until about five minutes ago, did we? So yeah. Fantastic. First time. Yeah. Nice, nice to meet you all. Yeah, yeah. Also got Chief Editor, Anthony Palm. How are you doing, Anthony? I'm great, Jack. I'm uh, I'm sitting in my new my new Arsenal home shirt. This is like my Yay. first like quote unquote like real shirt. You know what I mean? Like I've had like the, like I got one on clearance at Sports Authority. So this is like my first real shirt. I got a Bamiyang just to celebrate yes. that our captain stayed. So love it, love um, it, love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited. Thanks for having me. As always, I always get real excited when you guys actually have me on the pod because I'm not on all the time. So. Um, Apologies. And uh, if I'm if I'm quiet at all, and like you need me to talk, just nudge me because sometimes it's like surreal because I'm used to just listening to the podcast or editing the podcast, and so sometimes when you guys are talking, it's almost like I zone out because I think I'm just listening to it. So just, <laughs> I, just zone, nudge I, me I zone out when Neil talks as well. Welcome, Michael Harris. How you doing, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, Jack. How's everyone? It's like a game show with all the you know who's going to get knocked out or something like that. Who, who am I going to go for? You know, when I get your question right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jeopardy. Let's do it. Let's do it. Good to have you, Mike. And I've also got James Herrenall. James, how you doing, James Johnson? Yeah, before anybody asks, Gwen Doozy hasn't let himself go. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> Very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Very no, good. I know he's been out good. for a long time. He hasn't. Yeah, it's, it's, it's me. It's not Gwen Doozy. Don't get too excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I'm selling you by the end of this podcast. Yeah, anyway. I know. I know. I I'm, not, I'm not brave enough to do a perm. I think if I did it, I'd probably like it and I wouldn't want to get rid of it. So, <laughs> All right, let's... this is enough to maintain as it is it looks beautiful it looks beautiful you, you, you wouldn't be able to deal with the summer heat over here but you, it looks beautiful but boys let's talk about I mean it's a couple of days ago but let's talk about the Leicester game first a little bit um, there's obviously some transfer rumours that are coming out that I think we want to touch on briefly before Neil gets too annoyed with them but um, let's talk a little bit about the Leicester review obviously we're through to the fourth round 2-0 win let's go to Mike first um, and have a little chat about it um, we made seven changes Mike Leicester made 11 changes um, <coughs> overall good result good performance what was your thoughts on the game overall yeah um, talking about it obviously the last pod I wasn't really too fussed with it obviously I'm happy with obviously I don't, that didn't mean I didn't want Arsenal to win the game um, just happy to see that we put out you know a fairly fairly strong side you know especially the bench was totally loaded uh, which obviously showed you that Arteta was, was taking it seriously um, but I like the fact that you know, after the first 10, 15 minutes, we're generally in control of the game. Um, you know, um, obviously you can pick things apart, especially things, you know, people, as they do, like to dig out certain of our players. You know, Willock seemed to get uh, a bit of it, which was unfortunate. Um, but I think generally people like um, David Luiz, who looked really, really solid um, coming back, uh, obviously considering that's his first game, his first start. Uh, but no, I was generally happy with 
the way we controlled the game, especially in the second half, the way Pepe sort of came into it as well. Um, you probably think against the, the guy he was up against, the young young guy, he was probably going to maybe show a little bit more um, conviction a bit, you know. But he did towards the end of the game, and obviously he featured in 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 the, in the uh, one of the goals. So happy that again the momentum is still going. Uh, we see we, we were pretty hard to break down as well, uh, which which uh, um, in certain places you could see everyone was defending. You could hear Arteta again, really on it. Uh, Maitland Niles really on it. Um, Eddie, you know, screaming at his name. Um, so yeah, it was good. It, it, it just adds. It's another win. It gets into the winning mentality going. Still, the, the feeling of winning. So yeah, happy with it and where it takes us towards. Obviously, to to obviously the big one on Monday. Yeah, massive game on Monday, and it's yeah, it's a great result. It was always going to be a tricky fixture. I thought, like you, I thought we controlled the game. I was the most maybe it was because it was the Carabao Cup, James, but I was the most calm about the, the game. I felt like we were in control, even though we didn't score in the first half, and we should have scored in the first half, and we didn't. And um, um, I thought we controlled it. A couple of things on the lineup, James. What were your thoughts on um, obviously Louise coming back in? I thought he looked stellar. Looked like he hadn't been away. To be honest, like that experience yeah. is really vital when you miss it. What was your thoughts of Willock in a two, and also um, Reese Nelson as well? Touch on him a little bit because um, yeah. a lot of rumours coming from Reese Nelson about twenty-four. I think it was not necessarily a coincidence that the rumours come out twenty-four hours before the game. I get a feeling sometimes the club's involved in this, and then Reese Nelson goes and puts in his best performance maybe in six months to a year. Um, yeah. which I always have this feeling in the back of my mind that Mikel Arteta is always trying to get the most out of each player at the moment. He's always trying to motivate players at the moment. You saw with Niles stuff come out and then suddenly Niles is playing unbelievable. And, and he's always, his focus is always thinking about the next game and that's the most vital thing. We talk about transfers and players in and out and all that sort of stuff. What are your thoughts on those two players, James? Yeah, so I, I was very impressed with David Luiz. Um even from the point of view of a captain, I where obviously over here we on the on the official stream, I wasn't expecting crowd noise. I mean, the commentator that was doing it, you it sounded like he was doing it from home. You could hear his dog bark at one stage. I think he just like ran in the room or something. It was it's quite surreal. I'm like, what's going on here? Like, come on, mate, it's a professional broadcast. Um, so yeah, he obviously he had issues working from home, but no, it was it was totally fine. No, I thought David Louise was brilliant. Um, there was the scary moment that you're probably going to touch on later on, so I won't jump the gun there. Um, but no, he managed to shake that off and play well. And then Reese Nelson, like you said, um, for me, I, I thought he was really improving towards the end of last season because I had a lot of questions about the guy because he's very very talked up. But I always said, like me personally, in an Arsenal shirt, I haven't fully seen it. And I want to see, because I, I, I know he's got that ceiling because I've seen him do it in the Bundesliga when he had those small runner games before his injury. And I've seen him do it at England under 21 level as well. So I know that what he can do, but I've just not seen it replicated when he puts on, you know, the red and white or whatever. You know, I know we're wearing the new white one at the, the other day, but whatever Arsenal shirt he's got on, I want to see him perform in the Arsenal shirt. And um, it come across to me as he sort of knows the writing's on the wall here that maybe I might not get the chances that I need because of Pepe and obviously Willian's in the uh, you know in the forefront now and also he was playing on the left because and he's normally on the right hand side isn't he but I thought he adjusted to that well and like you said first half he was arguably the, the best player attacking wise along with Saka 
Yeah, I agree with all that. To be honest, um, I, I thought I thought he was really good, really positive on the ball. Uh, had a great shot, didn't he? Just 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 went over the bar, hit the top of the yeah. net. Um, he was all he was always looking for the ball, always showing. He wasn't hiding. He looked like he had a point to prove. Um, I know I know. It, I think there's been um, Martin's, um James Ben spoke to him in the summer, and he, he was really adamant that he wanted to stay at the club mm. and not be loaned out. Um, yeah. Neil, just go to you on the youngsters. Obviously, you're a big proponent of, on youngsters, and uh, Neil flying his camera in and out. Um, you're a big proponent on the youngsters though and um, obviously you played a lot of them in this game Saka, Niles you could consider a youngster now becoming a more senior player a Joe Willock Reese Nelson to name a few um, what were your thoughts on them and what are your overall thoughts on the youngsters in terms of um, obviously transfer windows coming up in the end if you were to say do you think we should loan one or two out or would you rather keep all of them um, where would you sit on that and what do you think this performance has done for some of them um Talking about keeping uh, for the start start with, I think uh, I think we're going to be overloaded with players, and my worry is that you know that you don't give these players a chance to feature because we have got quite a hefty squad. I know that Arsenal are trying to sell, or, or the rumours are they're trying to offload a few players, but you know even if they we do get rid of three or four, we still got a very big squad, and my worry is that they're not going to get. The chances that you know that they may deserve, um, uh, especially if we do. I mean, I'm, 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 you know, in me, I'm singing that we're going to win the quad. But if if we do, you know, come out of maybe one of the two of the cup competitions, they're gonna they're gonna struggle to get chances because we've got such a good, I think, first sixteen or at least seventeen players now that are solid, and and are they going to get a chance really to show what they can do? So. Um, my thoughts are, I mean, if, if we if we take few, three or four examples, I mean, I'd love to I'd love to see Niles stay. I think Niles is quality. I think he's he just seems to for me to get better and better each time I see him, and I and I like that he could potentially play on both sides. Um, and I know that his his attitude has changed a lot. Um, so for me, Niles is essential. Obviously, Saka speaks for himself. He's first team regularly done so well again, um, and I think he was man of the match, I believe, in the game. Um, so. It then boils down to people like Emil Smith Rowe, uh, Willock, Nelson. Nelson, I'm 50 50 on. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. There's part of me that thinks he's not going to get much of a chance. You've got Pepe, you've got William. How much chance is he going to get uh, breaking into the first team? Is he going to come on as, like you suggested before, Jack, in the past? Where, where is he going to get a chance coming on as a substitute in some of the games? But I can't see him starting in, in a lot of, the, of, of at least the, the Premiership games, uh, maybe even the FA Cup games. I don't know. So, again, I worry about him and his development. Um, but for me, if, if I was to, if you were to push me to the corner and say, who would you really think that should go? Uh, I'd say Willock, unfortunately. I think for, him, for me, I don't know if others see it differently, but out of all the youngsters for me, he's not the one that's been doing it or hasn't really taken his chance as well as some of the others have. Um, and I just feel that if, if, if anyone needs a loan, maybe someone like him does uh, to see how he gets on elsewhere and get some more game time. So maybe that's what he needs. Maybe he needs a lot of game time, but he has, he has had his chances to be fair. Um, Emil Smith-Rowe, I, I want to see him play. I was saying that last season in the pods. I, I, I think he's got something very special about him. My only worry, and I'm sure yours is as well, is his injuries. You know, we want to see him have a good few months at least where he can have a chance to show what he can do. And I, I think he could be a very devastating and, 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 and a future prospect that could 
doing very well for us. Um, so Willock would be my choice if there was anyone to choose from. I mean, there, there are obviously others, but the ones that sort of do feature now and again in, in the team. And I thought, to be honest, I, 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 I found it, I did struggle. I mean, uh, Michael was kind enough to send me a link for the, for the stream, but I was having to watch it on my phone. So it's very difficult to gauge the game uh, from that. But, um, you know, I, I thought... I thought Saka was outstanding as usual. I mean, the, the creativity that he shows is is incredible uh, in any attack, and you know he, he he's tireless, isn't he? He just he just puts everything into his performances. Um, I thought Nelson did well. He'd had a good couple of chances. He had that light, nice shot that just went over the bar, which he created. Um, um, so I thought I thought Nelson had one of his better games. Again, I thought Willett was fifty mm, fifty. I'm not so sure, but you know I I I. I just think that for me, the worry is, are they going to get the chances they deserve? Is it going to tell them if they stay with the club? I think we need to, and we need to, we do need to loan two or three of those guys out and, and see how it goes from there. Yeah, I agree. We'll go on, as well is, go on, James. The Europa League and the UEFA competitions announced today that they're still allowing the five subs. So I'm thinking with the early group stage, which we seem to fly through, it's when we get to like the knockout bit that we worry but as far as the group stage goes, I think maybe he might look at it and go, the Lacassettes and the Abamyangs, I'll keep them in reserve if it gets really, really bad. But that's maybe Nelson's and the like of them will come in the, into those games. So I think, I think like you said, one or two have to be out on loan. Uh, I think it might not. It's weird because it's one of those where I don't think a club would look at Willock and go, he's the kind of one I want. Whereas if we're trying to buy somebody and there's a lot of rumours still about the Zaha with money and Nelson on loan, not Nelson sold, but money and Nelson on loan. So I think you could use Nelson more as sort of a makeshift in another deal. If that's something we're looking into, I mean, you want to touch on transfers later on. But I did say, just want to say in terms of the chances... Are you talking? So are you talking about like a sale for Nelson? Is that what you mean? Like if we're no, trying to? Or, yeah, I mean Nelson is someone that you could swap because I think clubs would look at him and go, mm. yeah, we'll take what I him. A, a lot of people are against. I'm glad you brought it up because a lot of people are, you know, the big on, you know, especially players like Nelson and and um, you know Saka and Willock that have come through the the club from youth yeah. level from seven eight years of old, and I understand it. Um, a lot of people are, um, you know, reluctant to say, well, we can't sell these youngsters because you know. We, got to blood these through into first team. It's what Arsenal's all about. We've done it for years and years. And I tend to agree with that to a certain degree. But, um, you know, I also think it's a success when you get an, an Alex Awobi, for example, that never really made it at Arsenal, but had, what, sort of 50, 60 premiership games. And then you go ahead and sell him for a 30 million, 35 million fee. Obviously, that, that's a little bit higher than what we would expect now for that type of player with post-pandemic and everything like that but I also see that as a success right and if your your goal and it seems really seems like Arteta's goal is to is to improve this first team and, and get us competing back into the Champions League stages um, I, I, I personally wouldn't be against that I'm not sure Nelson would be I see Nelson being more um, like you I see him being more um, required and, 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 and other league clubs maybe looking at him going yeah I could really use a player like that out wide but um, I wouldn't necessarily be against it. But then it's all about, you know, do you sell the right player? Do, don't sell a player that has the potential to really, really reach it at Arsenal. And there's an argument there is, do we know that yet with Nelson? For, for, for Nelson, I've always said with Nelson, he's, he has very little 90-minute games in his legs. Like, even at Hoffenheim, 
when did he start? I think he started like half a dozen games. So for me, I, I wouldn't be against loaning Nelson just to get him at a place that will give him 90 minutes once a week. And I think I, I think if you give 90 minutes to Nelson once a week, in six months, you might be looking at a completely different player. I really do think that. Because often I'm very strange. You'd come on, score, be on the bench the next game. Come on, score, be on the bench the next game. Very strange, wasn't it? And, it's, and, and if you remember when Arteta first started him, he got exhausted after 45, 50 minutes. He like, couldn't walk like a Wobe used to. And he just cries out to me, a player that needs, um, needs, needs games. But I want to bring um, Anthony, uh, Anthony, and as well, a couple of players that we haven't touched on yet. We'll go back to the to the Willock situation, maybe a little bit. But um, Mohamed El Neni, I thought he was terrific in this game, Anthony. And um, the more I watch Mohamed El Neni, the more I don't want to watch someone that's erratic and chaotic like Matteo Guendouzi. And I, I know I'm going to get pelters from Guendouzi fans that say he's got the potential to be world class and all this sort of stuff. But but it's he just looks so much more coachable. And what we notice with Willock, whether you Willock is different from a, he doesn't really sit in a two he never really plays in that two and you noticed early on from Willock although I didn't feel he was involved in pushing forward constantly but what's your thoughts on um, El Neni Anthony I think it could be a really decent squad player and I wouldn't have said this a month ago but I really do I've, I've watched him and reminded myself of it yeah I, th- I think we might have talked about this the last show that I was on um, I think it was two weeks ago I'm, I'm with you I think he's an excellent squad player he doesn't seem to complain about minutes if he's not starting um, he, he slots right in and he plays his balls off anytime he does start. So um, I'm fine with him. I mean, I, I don't want him to be our first or maybe even second option. But yeah, I mean, he, he has cost us a lot though, right? Oh, he not, we, I mean, he's 55 grand a week. Um, okay, that's not, that's he, not mean, too bad then. Okay, for, for us, that's decent. You know, when you see right, well, little crazy exactly, wages. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, so, carry on. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm totally fine with him. I think he... Um, he could have easily came back from that loan spell last season and just been, you know, had his head and head down and depressed and, you know, complained about wages or complained about minutes or whatever. And it seems like he had zero of that. Like he, it seems like he just came right in. I don't know what kind of, kind of pixie dust Arteta like blew at him, but he just slotted right in. Like he was here all last season. And yeah, I mean, like I said, he's not my first second, maybe not even third option. But the fact that he seems to just want to play for us, that that alone makes me, you know, you know, endears him to me. Um, I'm, I'm good with Elneny. Yeah, I, I agree. Think, I think a slot in. Go on, Mike. I was just going to say, you know, on the uh, podcast, on the actual intro, you've got the Arteta talking about um, everyone needs to, you know, believe that it's a privilege to be here at this club. And I think Elneny plays like someone who, every time he puts an Arsenal shirt on, it is a privilege for him to represent this club. But he realises that, he, and you see that in his performance, he gives 100% every time. Um, sometimes it doesn't come up for him, but he does seem like a guy who's genuinely humbled to be playing for for this club. So, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm happy with him. If he's got that mentality, who's going to come in and do a job when, when required, you know, why, why get rid? Why get rid of someone like that when you have others who don't want to buy into the, to the process? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And we'll get on to the, the Urzel and Grinduzzi mission as we end the, the, the Leicester segment. But Mike, I'll, I'll stick with you actually. Um, oh, sorry, James, go on. You want to come no, in? No, no, I, I just wanted to say on Anelli as well. Um, he, he got that early book in and you saw how Madison and all them were acting and that referee was like someone at the bloody Hassia Denner, weren't he, with that whistle in the 90s, like in the rave. He was blowing for every bloody thing. And, um, yeah, I thought El Nini's discipline after he got that book in was superb. I, that, that's what impressed me the most because I thought, oh, Madison's got you now. He's like he did with Niles, you know, when he got tricked Niles into getting sent off there. Was it 
two six. No, it was the last. Was it the, one of the last? Was it the no? It was the season he's before a, the last. He's a bit of a diving little little so and so, isn't team, he, James Madison? I would love him if he was if he yeah. played for Arsenal. I'd absolutely adore him. Yeah, he's one of those. He's one of those players. Yep, he's he a plays pan- for us. Yeah. You love him, and yeah, yeah you hate him on every other. Yeah, absolute good pantomime villain. But yeah, absolutely. No, I, that's that's all I wanted to say on El Nenny. I thought he was after that. I thought he was class. Yeah, I did. It was a bad tackle. In fair, I, mean, I thought the ref was terrible. Oh, yeah. Way, but yeah, yeah. I, I, it was a, it was it was a dodgy tackle. It was late. Um, you're mm. right. He, he really yeah. He showed his professionalism. Shows his security. Think, I think he knows. I think he knows his limitations, and I think he just knows I'm in here just theoretically to work hard. Yeah. And he does it. And so, I- I, I think that goes back to what Jack said about the coachability thing too. I think that yeah. he's he's probably one of the most coachable players we have where he's not going to and kind of like what what Arteta's done with Jaka, maybe not, you know, as an extreme, but that he's not doing like you said, he's not doing more than what's asked of him. And I think that's why he's been that's why we look at him as such an improved player, because he's not because I cause when did we buy him? Two thousand seventeen? Uh, it was a little bit earlier, I think. It might be because, because I'm sure there was an overlap yeah, with oh Arteta. God. I'm sure there was. I'm sure maybe they didn't play together. I'm sure they were on the same squad together at some point. So it must mm. have been a little I bit think earlier. They, didn't we talk about this? I thought I'm I thought sure, we I did. I think he up. might have been up. on the same squad as Arteta. Um, but I, I just seem to remember when when El Nenny first came in, he was not as extreme as Kwenduzi, but you know, that kind of erratic, kind of scrambling around, not really knowing. Like he looked like a chicken without a head, and you can kind of see the improvement in the player where he, he looks, you know, he looks more calm and, and um, James, like you said, I, I didn't even really think about that, but I guess I um, did kind of like notice it subconsciously that, yeah, he was, he was way more disciplined after that, after that yellow. Yeah. He came in yeah. 2016. So a year earlier, but yeah, yeah go on, I think, I think cause you know, all of us here, I've obviously watched Arsenal for a very long time and we've been blessed with such you know, decent set. Obviously, not in the most recent of times, but we've been blessed with all these centre midfielders that, for want of a better word, have been so world class and brilliant. And everyone just expects, you know, I'm like, well, this ain't a guy that's going to get you seven assists in one game, or he's going to, you know, take on six or seven players and then curl it into the top. It's like, what do you want? Because you get some of them that are like, oh, they've got no passion for the shirt. They don't try hard. I'm like, this guy works hard, and people are still calling him shit. It's, it's like, what do you want? What do what? I'm like, we didn't concede. You, you know, he played really well. And at the Community Shield played really well against the champions. I'm like, Fulham plays really well again. I'm like, what What does he have to do? I'm like, okay, he might not be the most fashionable person in the world. He might, you know, if he was called El Nini Dinio, people would probably think he was amazing, wouldn't they? But it, it, it winds me up. It's, it's like, you know, Liverpool with Henderson. Everyone knows Jordan Henderson isn't world class. But he won player of the season last year because he works hard, covers his ground, and he pulls people through. And okay, maybe El Nenny isn't that leader like Henderson is for Liverpool, but he works his ass off. That's what he needs to do. And we win. I, I, yeah. I, I just, yeah, I just think it's annoying. I just think people just love to... We love a scapegoat at Arsenal, but I'm, I'm telling you now, there's more there's players that are worse than him that should be called out and don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he does everything. I mean, we signed him for six million in 2016. There was an overlap for about six months with Mikel Arteta, so I, I wasn't forgetting it. But um, yeah, I, I agree. I think he's, he's he knows how to. He's very professional, very mature. Knows how to sit in his position. If we change the formation and we go to this more expansive four-two-three-one or four-three-three, um, it would be interesting to see how he would adapt to that, where he needs to maybe progress the game more. But in terms of the way he sits those midfield two, he's actually the perfect slot in for either player. I think like. 
like you remove one of those players due to injury right now I'm saying yeah just chuck Elneny in there and nothing really changes in, in my eyes do you know what I mean so um, Anthony, and I just, say just one last quick thing and then we can move on is I just want to remind people we were almost surprised he was dropped uh, the other week so I mean I just want to remind people like that's how decent he was playing so yeah, yeah, no, he That's did well in those first two games. He did well in those first two games. And I agree with you. Um, a couple of other players, obviously, the, the first goal, Mike, um, in the second half, Pepe. I felt Pepe grew into the game. I think, Mike, you said the same thing. As, uh, I felt like he started quite quiet. I thought, thought he was almost trying too hard because we know he's been pushed out of the first team by William. And I think we'll get onto the Liverpool game and talk about what we need. I personally feel we really need Pepe for that Liverpool game. That's my personal opinion. But I felt he really grew into the game in the second half. And, I'm, and, and, and he got his just rewards with a goal I don't think Eddie was that happy with him though Mike no no he wasn't <laughs> no he wasn't um, it's funny because there's there's a few again I think I watched uh, the, the link I well where I was watching the game um, there was no crowd noise either so like James could hear everything could hear all, all the conversations going on and Pepe you know, in the second half the latter part of the second half he was literally screaming his head off for the ball he just opened so many times and then we just going the other way, just kept the going the other way. And because he, he, his confidence was up, he had, this, he had his guy on toast, basically. So he just wanted the ball. And, um, you know, he was just growing, growing into the game. Just, you know, didn't grow into it a bit sooner, maybe in the first half. But, um, but no, he, I, I totally see where you, you're talking about of what he did last season against Liverpool um, at Anfield. It was, his, it was his first start, wasn't it, for us? And, um, uh, roasted uh, Robinson left uh, Van Dyke for dead as well and then he had that chance he had that golden chance where he literally scuffed it and it's just no conviction in the, in the effort whatsoever and I was like Christ you know what, what you do just put your foot through it you know, put your foot through it then we won't argue if he, if he comes off the keeper or whatever we, we won't worry but the way he took it we just thought okay so I, I totally get it that on Monday you put him on um, Robertson but um, you know we'll probably talk about it later I'm, I'm not sure if I said it will go that way but it, it was good to see um, Pepe have a, a confident game um, and someone someone was saying on um, Twitter that he looks like he's he's bogged out a little bit but I didn't I didn't really see that he looks like he's put a little bit of weight on there was an, there was an instance where he held someone off but I but I, I, I didn't see that but um but no, so he, he got involved in the goal. He got an assist of sorts. Um, so yeah, so, uh, you know, if he's if he's fit and he's firing, then obviously he's he's going to be another good option to have um, the last stages of, of the game on Monday as well. If we're, if it's going to be tight. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people made a big deal of Eddie's reaction as well, and that's a goal yeah. scorer's reaction. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't get annoyed with that. It's just a goal scorer's reaction. But I watched it again and again. I'm like, I'm not sure what Pepe could have done more to. I think first time he tries to get the ball over to you. Yeah, he is very one footed. In fairness, Pepe, Pepe, which is fine. I mean, so is Leo Messi. But you've got to be able you to seem, use it at some point, haven't you? He seemed to take it well anyway, as well from from uh, uh, Pepe when when he saw um, um, yeah, Eddie kicking off, and then he sort of put. His end up and he looked like he had a little chuckle to himself and there's a nice picture I don't know if you saw if, if you've seen it on Twitter where Pepe's looking back on the three lesser plays look the goal, you've got the goalkeeper yeah, I think where's Morgan on the floor and he's looking at him he's got a little cheeky smile I thought that's lovely yeah, <laughs> that's lovely yeah, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah he seems like a very jovial sort of guy very easygoing guy so uh, so you know we don't want Eddie getting in another punch up do we with, with, with one of our players do we 
No, I did. No, I know, I know. He's looking like a fighter. I always said that even last season, he's, he's, he's a little bit feisty on the pitch against yeah. the opponents as well, Eddie. He leaves his foot in a little bit. Mm. Remember against a goalkeeper last season, he kind of ran through him. He leaves it in a little bit. I yeah. like that though. Ian Wright had all of that, didn't he? Oh, remember, yeah. remember his issues with uh, Schmeichel when he, he was when he needed to be. He'd get his, oh, I hate his get his foot. Yeah, yeah, hate Schmeichel. Yeah, yeah. Now they talk on the BBC like nothing happened, don't they? Fantastic. Mm. But um, always interesting that one. But um, yeah, um, just some comments from Arteta today that came out about Pepe were very positive. I thought as well. I don't know if you got chance to read those comments I'm just trying to grab my phone real quick yeah he said um, I think he's come a long way we know what the club paid it's extra pressure on him but he's, a, he's coming into a different style he has a great attitude you see how he develops in phases of the game he's very settled all the boys really like him and he thinks he's going to be a great player for years to come for us so that's really po- and he wasn't to be drawn on if he was going to start Willian either they spoke about that on the right side and I think that's one position we'll get to because I'm very curious I think there's three options there that you know, maybe even four if you talk about Nelson but I think there's really three options there and I don't know which one he's going to pick to be honest when it comes to the Liverpool game but I personally would, would go with Pepe but um, but Neil just um, going back to the game obviously Pepe created that and then I think it was Fuchs that ended up putting it into his back of his own net but it was a goal that we massively deserved to be honest and then after that it never really they did have one chance for um, IOC Perez, which was a free header, which wasn't great defending, to be honest. Just let's touch on just before we touch on Eddie and Ketia and, and on your thoughts on him, Neil. And what were your thoughts on Burn Leno? I thought he did better in this game in terms of his shot stopping, great save early on after about a minute with his feet. Um, I still have the same sort of nervy issues when balls are flown in above his head, to be honest. And if I'm Liverpool, I'm looking at him and I'm going whip balls in over his head like. All, all day and the, oh, I see we said it on the last book I don't remember feeling this nervous about balls coming into Leno before he got injured I don't remember it so no. my hope is is it's rustiness do you know what I mean but um, what's your thoughts in over the over the last two games Neil Leno I, th- I think we've been spoiled with uh, the brilliance of Martinez and I think um, you know you just expect because Leno was so good before he got injured so good uh, and I think you just accept, expect him to slot in straight, be a complete straight substitute, maybe do even better than Martinez because obviously Arteta has chosen him to be his number one. Um, it doesn't work that way. He's come back from injury. He's been out for a long time. He's watched someone do so well in his place. So he's got that added pressure on him. And I think also, you know, he's um, he's just got to get used to, 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 to the, the defenders in front of him as well. They've got to get that that communication and that telepathy, telepathy, how do you say the word? Telepathy going between them um, and just that instinctiveness. And I think that's, that's an important issue. Um, So once he's got comfortable with being there, being the number one, being the main goalkeeper, being able to command his defense and and vice versa as well, I think we'll see him slot into shape very, very quickly. I've got no worries about him, Jack. I know that he's, for me, he has been rusty. I, I, like you, have been a little bit worried. I think the thing is with Martinez, he was just so unreal. He just caught everything, didn't he? Everything that went above him, maybe anything that went near him, he seemed to know where to position himself. He seemed to know when to come, when not to come, uh, to get grab the ball. And every time he did get it, no matter what position the ball was entering his hands, it just stick to him like glue. So we've been spoiled. And I just think that given time, we will see Leno acclimatise and get back to his best and do what he was doing before he, he got injured. So I don't have any worries I just think that maybe for the Liverpool game, um, you know, I think the only the only worry is his presence. I think I think James has touched on it a few times. 
he's hasn't got the the height that that Martinez has. He doesn't seem to have the build that Martinez has. So that's where you've got the quality defenders that we got now in Gabriel. Luis is doing ever so well. Holding, I, I suspect, will feature against Liverpool. Um, you know, those three defenders with their bills and they're, they're, they're physically powerful, they've got to help him out. Maybe they'll complement his lack of it, I guess, for that game. So I don't have any worries. Um, I, I think we'll see the best of him very, very soon. He's just, he's just, we've just got to give him time. So I'm not too worried. And Enkatir, I, 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 I'm, I'm not. As, I wasn't as keen as James was with Enkatir, but you know, he's 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 growing on me big time. He really is. Um, I, 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 I liked his reaction when when he didn't get the pass from from Pepe. And you're right, Pepe couldn't have done anything more. But I love that. I love that in players. I want to see that that fight, that enthusiasm. I don't want to see niceness anymore in our team. I've said before, I want us our team to be a team to be feared. And I want them to be looking into the whites of their opponent's eyes saying, you ain't beating us today. You are not scoring against us and we're going to be scoring against you. And we're not taking no shit. And I want them to be that way with each other. On the pitch, you have to be that way. You can be the best of friends off it. As soon as that whistle blows, cuddle, kiss, whatever you want to do. But on the pitch, you fight like warriors. And I liked that reaction from him. And, you know, he had another chance anyway. He lobbed the keeper. And that was just unlucky. It was cleared off the line. I, I, I think he's got that goal instinct about him. He knows where the goal is. He, he'll be he'll be a fox in the box. He can score good goals. I think he's a great, great addition to our squad. squad. And I, I don't know how Arteta's going to manage it with Martinelli's fit because, you know me, I want Martinelli there. He's got to be there. And I don't know how he's going to manage it with him. If Laka starts playing really well, it's going to be really interesting for me. So, But yeah, don't worry about Leno, son. No, 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 I won't worry. I just got a little bit nervy, but I did. I, I thought he, he he improved in this game. To be honest, I thought he, he looked more comfortable, some good saves, and uh, I just just those crosses. I mean, the, the, I put it to the two points: the Sabayos incident against West Ham, where he almost broke his neck, but then he did the same thing here over Luis, almost broke Luis's neck. Yeah, and I'm, you know, when it happens cons- consistently like that, I, you know, I, I just get a little bit worried. But like you said, it's early days; it's, it's not cost us as such yet. Um, obviously, it's a big test going away to to to, to Anfield twice in four days. So for everyone, not just him, but let's let's see. But um, agree with you on Eddie and Ketia as well. I'm starting to like him more. I love his work rate. I love his work like just endless work rate, um, non-stop running. Um, and he wants that goal. He's he's, he's like Ian right in that sense. You know, he's happier when he's got his goal. You know, you see how delighted he was at the end uh, there, James. Let's go to you. Obviously, you're a big Eddie and Ketia fan. But Del- talk about Bellerin as well. But he came on, only had nine touches of the ball, by the way. Um, but only on for three minutes. But made a huge. Shouldn't pull his shorts up ever. But other than that, br- brilliant. Uh, brilliant contribution and I think we are starting to see um, a lot more from Bellerin as well so touch on those two mate yeah no, Eddie's class like people are vinegar stroking over their Timo Werners and then this one and then that one you want to see a proper finisher you come to Arsenal well you can't at the moment but you know you you get your feed or you you know all the games are going to be back on the telly you sit and watch Eddie and Ketty because that's a finisher that's that's a proper proper finisher and I mean we we talked a couple of pods ago about the top fives. He's not in my top five yet. Don't worry. I haven't, I haven't jumped the gun. But, you know, we said about Eduardo. I don't even think he's on that Eduardo level. But he is potent in front of goal. And also, like you said, he wants it. He wants it. When have you had an Arsenal striker? Like, sometimes we've sat there. Aubameyang's got it. But even Lacazette, to some extent, you're like, mate, be a bit more selfish. Just be a bit more selfish. Go for yourself. Like, we need to win. Like, don't, don't try and stroke it around and all this. Be... Be more selfish, but um, yeah, Bellerin, um, 
what you know, amazing, amazing little cameo. Um, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna start on Monday. I think he's got a big job to do on Monday, and I think he'll do it. I I I don't see these reservations and problems with Bellerin that everybody else sees. You know, oh, Neil clearly doesn't like him. He's, he's walked off there. He's, <laughs> he wants him sold. Um, Neil can't last more than 30 minutes without going to the toilet, so go on, Karen. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, he's got a coffee. Oh, he's got his... Yeah, it's a big cup, Neil. God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like you're in Friends. Go on, Karen. <laughs> no, so, but no, Bellerin, I think it's the anniversary of his debut as well, wasn't it? He came on for Arteta. He played centre mid that game against West Brom when he made his debut. I think that was a League Cup as well. So, no, no, no. I'm, I've got no problems with Bellerin whatsoever. And, you know, he has still got that little burst and he's you know okay nine times out of ten maybe his cross doesn't come off but this time it did and uh, you know we tucked it in but um, you, you speak about Leno I just want, I just wanted to ask the question does, does everyone here think it's confidence because I look at it and I think exactly what Neil said earlier in that he watched Martinez from the sidelines and was like oh crap I'm like maybe my position's under threat but now he's got it now I think he should believe in himself more but also I'm, I'm not sure if it's because you know, you say about where he comes up and he doesn't collect. The last time he did that, he got hurt. And I'm worried. Mm, it's not as, yeah. as bad as it should have been, but I worry subconsciously in his mind, does he think, if I jump up like that, I'm going to get done again? I don't know. You know, it's a bit like... Um, the, the, Edwa- the Eduardo factor Edward- and Ramsey and Ramsey yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like Pet Sheck weren't it you know was it Hunt from Reading when he stepped on his head yeah need him in the never, head it's horrible yeah he was never ever the same sort of he was still a class keeper but he was never the level that he was before that injury happened and I, I just worry if su- there's something subconsciously with Leno in his head but another thing as well is is for a German goalkeeper He's so quiet, Jack. Like, we all had it without... I think everyone here watched it without fan noise. And he's so, so quiet. And I don't know if it picked up on what you got. I don't know if we all sort of had the same broadcast or whatever. But when Louise went off injured, um, it panned the camera to him. And Arteta was like, are you okay? Are you okay? And he went... He'd done that with his... He was cupping his ear and he went, he don't call, boss. He went, boss, he don't call. And he went, he didn't tell me that he was behind. And I'm like he's got a, playing in defence okay I was never at the level that these Arsenal players are and I'm, I don't I don't ever think I will be but communication's key I'm like if you if you're not clear and loud enough because I mean I'm used to Jens Lehmann where he's you know I don't know if he was yelling nine or mine but he come and it was bang at the box do you know what I mean he's got to be a lot more clear and concise with what he's doing because I think, like in that West Ham game where he did nearly break his neck, Sabios didn't hear the call, and, other, and and then David Luiz for this game didn't hear the call. But also, when they had that free kick in the second half late, the camera's right on him, and I can't hear him yelling, two there, two there. Do you know what I mean? He's just deadpan, or, or he's doing it behind the glove, so that it's obviously muffled or whatever. But I don't know, I just, I think it's... It's confidence, and I'm glad he played, and I'm glad he got a clean sheet because it is just rough. I, I was, I thought Arteta might have put Renarsson on for his debut. But I was glad he went with Leno, and I, also it, it harkens back to that Europa League game when he had in charge against Olympiacos because he dropped Martinez to put Leno in, and he said, "Yeah, I don't do this cup goalkeeper stuff." So he says, "My goalkeeper's my main goalkeeper." So you know, obviously Martinez coming for that cup run. 
But uh, I don't know if he's going to play Leno in every single thing now. I don't know. Maybe if he might go back on that and play. James, can I sorry, go on, Neil. Yeah, just very quickly. I, I I agree with the the fact that there may be a thing playing on his mind about the injury. I but mm. I think you're only human. That's got to play on your oh, mind. Yeah, of course. But I, but I but I just go back to how he was before the injury, and I think it will all come back to him. I wouldn't worry. I I I, yeah. he, I mean, he must have been commanding the defence in those in those times when we were yeah. so desperate in need of someone good on the on the pitch. He's the one that came through. It was always oh, he him. Was, he was the um, last line of defence, Neil. Yeah, he was, exactly. He was I mean, we didn't, we didn't the best defender we had when he played. Yeah, abso- <laughs> absolutely. So I, I wouldn't worry, mate. I, I just think I think you're spot on about this thing niggling in the back of his mind about what happened mm-hmm. to him. But I think other than that, just it's, a few more games, I think he'll be fine. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I, I think the cup was more of a tune-up game for him too. So I think yeah. like he 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 needs to be great for want of a better word, faultless. And I still think that he's got that clangor in there. I know mm. I, he need he needs it gone because, like I said the other day, he he is in one of the three big play- for this game that we've got on Monday. It's him, Jacker, and Tierney. They're my three. Where if it goes wrong for either of them three, this game's gone. Mm. It's, and it's he's them probably three. the one that They're concerns the three you the that most. Need to, well, yeah, is it well I think it's quite interesting that we're still strongly, strongly rumoured to try to get another goalkeeper in, the Brentford number one. Now that Brentford number one is I think he pulled himself out of a squ- out of the squad day one because he wanted the move. Now, if he wants the move, he's not being told he's just gonna sit there, I don't think. Or he's certainly being told he can compete. So the argument there is Maybe we, maybe the, obviously the goalkeeping coaches know something that we don't. Maybe they know how to trigger more out of Leno, or maybe they really do want someone competing with Leno. You know what I mean? So I, I think, I, I, like Neil, like you boys, I, I want to stick behind Leno. He's been so good for us, um, even in, when, in our toughest times. Now we're becoming a bit more structured, a bit more rigid, conceding less chances. It's going to be interesting to see how he deals with, you know, less work, hopefully, and, and still being alert, right? Um, but I think Luis is so vital to that communication factor. He has to play to communicate because if the goalkeeper isn't we need our central defender doing that right I think Luis comes straight back in on on the Liverpool game let's go let's go to the Liverpool game I mean can't forget the Saka incident by the way in the Leicester game which he should have got a penalty for um, ridiculous decision by the way and and I don't know how you know lucky there wasn't any VAR because it was complete penalty definite penalty I was a little bit annoyed but it's good to see that we you know in the past we get annoyed by those things we let it affect us we go 1-0 down we kept playing the same way kept controlling the game I thought and we should have been two up at half time but didn't worry about it just went on and won the game very very smooth very simple I liked it um, before we get to the transfers a Liverpool preview um, Anthony I think there's three positions in this uh, team that I can't figure out oh, we always like to talk about the lineups for the games and maybe it won't uh, it's going to be a different prospect Anthony we've beaten them the last two times but you know they had the you know I think we, we we lucked it out a little bit at the Emirates maybe even though it was a weakened side from us which people like to forget and then the Community Shield you know obviously everyone's coming back into a more of a pre-season game very sort of changeable side um Anthony, what do you think? You know, I mean, they haven't. I don't think they've lost in two years there, or maybe over two years at Anfield. I think they only drew one game at Anfield last season, which was against Burnley after they won the league title. It's um, it's a massive task, Anthony, to go there and get anything would be a, a brilliant result. I think, to be honest, I agree. I agree. Um, I'm really curious to see what the squad is. That that uh, I think that's going to tell a lot about who is ready to really 
you know, get going the season because our first two matches, you know, I mean, you know, we looked a little nervy at points um, last week, but I think, you know, the first two matches, it, they're not the opponents we have to go against the next few fixtures. Um, so I think this is going to be the real test. And I think this is going to be probably what we're actually going to see as like our kind of quote unquote set first 11 um, that, you know, that we'll see going forward. Um, so I'm, I really am curious to see if Pepe starts or not. Um, because he he hasn't started yet, right? For in the league, not for that, not for the two fixtures. So, um, and then where does Williams start? Does he start on the left? Are we starting him in like an attacking mid? I oh, I don't know. Um, and then uh, I think Tierney's going to be back, right? Do we know? Yeah, I think I think if if the Sandy's back in the training late this week, that the intention is to is to bring him straight back. So into the I team. R- I really hope he's good to go. I think because if Kolasinac is playing, I, we're going to be in trouble. Yeah, well, I can't believe we're going to start Kalashnikov. The argument, that, that, that's my other position. So the right wing, um, Mike, you got Pepe, you got William, you got Saka. The argument there is Saka is the most on-form player out of those three, right? And I don't think we're going to use Saka at left wing back going away to Anfield. I think it's two. We saw the vulnerability going backwards, right? Yeah. So who are you starting in that? Right? I mean, Anthony says he'd be curious about Pepe. That would be my choice. I mean, who would you start there and who would you push for? On the right? Yeah, on the right. And then touch left wing back. Tell me left wing back as well, as well. Um, left wing back to do a job. I think it will be Maitland Miles if um, Tierney isn't fit, um, only because of what he's what he's been asked to do in the two in the, in the last two big games. He, he's been called upon, obviously in the cup. Um, so yeah, definitely will be Maitland Miles if uh, uh, Tierney isn't fit. And on the right, um, yeah, I know we had a chat about this before, but I think. Um, because of the game and because it's, you know, he, he said today in the press conference, we're going to suffer um, uh, and, and we have to suffer together um, and we have to defend properly like, as you did, as we've done. So I, I can see William starting only because he's that, he's been around the block. He knows, he knows games like this. It's an important game. We've had a good start. We need to get something from this game. Um, you know, it, it'd be great to get something from this game, I should say. Um, if we get, if we lose, it's not the end of the world. But what a, what a boost it would be to get something from this game. You know, um, James, I know uh, James is saying we're going to turn them over, um, and he's adamant on that. But I think I think he will go with William just to make sure that we've he's got that structure there, and he's got the, everyone on the same page. And then if we're still in the game in the last 20 minutes, then you put Pepe on and let him roast uh, Robertson um, and let him, let him get in behind um, um, and, and just have Xhaka and, and, and Danny just drop those balls in behind and get him turning, you know, in the last the last 20 minutes. They, they won't like that. You know, they, they don't want to do that. We all know uh, Robertson and Trent Alexander, they, they want to go the other way. They, they hate going going the other side. They're not used to it. So um, if we're in the position where, where, where the game is drawn, uh, let's go there and just make it first and foremost. Make it hard for us to, uh, to to beat us. Don't make it easy. Don't make it too open at the beginning. Just, just do what we've done in the last two games against them. Defend properly, organise. Klopp's mentioned it in the in the press conference today. He's he's already you know he's he's mentioned it. He said he's got us defending properly. You know, and if everyone's defending on the same page, it doesn't matter who you are. It's going to be hard to break it down. So um, I'll, I'll go with William on the right and then um, unload uh, Pepe. 
uh, last 20 minutes and let us uh, get that get that win that James wants those days predicted by Shadamas. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's what I, I'd like to see Pepe because I think he provides a carrying of the ball ability and this risk factor that I, I, I don't think Robertson likes it. I don't think uh, you, you, sometimes it's about matchups and I look at Robertson I think he'd hate to see Pepe. I don't think he likes playing against him. I don't think he knows what he's going to do and he's always going the other True. way and Pepe sometimes just sits up but I don't think like you I, I think it's, it's not a coincidence is it Mike that um, we did really well cup final and then he brought Willian straight in on the right and he wants yeah. structure he, wa- he wants to, structure doesn't he but to be fair Willian is just as devastating in that aspect as well carrying yeah. the ball at, at speed Full as well yeah. and under yeah. control so um, it's always that with Pepe you can always sort of think oh he's going to maybe just touch it a little bit too far out he's just going to get bounced off it you don't get that with Winnie and he's so short, you know he's so you know short stature he's like a bullet you know and and, uh, and again you've seen what he's done for Chelsea in the past so I, w- I would go with Winnie just to be you know have a uh, have an old head you know big game you know big game players he's done it been there done it let's just keep it tight make it hard for them and then we just open up a little bit in the second half yeah yeah um, James would you um so I'll go to Neil after this. James, would you go Tierney? He's fit. Let's assume he's fit. Be positive. Um, would you go Tierney left centre-back or left wing-back? Left wing-back. Left wing means you would, um, you'd drop Niles, would you? Yeah, sadly, yeah. Yeah, for, for, for how good he is, uh, you, you can't get rid of Gabriel. Because yeah. I, think, I think Gabriel, with Firmino as well, that Brazilian-Brazilian battle, I think, I think Gabriel's going to look at that and like Neil said earlier, you want the intimidation, you want the Mike Tyson. I, I, you, I want that stature. I want that presence. I mean, Holding's going to go to all of them in the changing room. You see that Mane there? Leave him, he's mine. And they, He uh, loves but, a battle with Mane, he, doesn't he? He said, uh, he, he'll go. I want him. <laughs> but he went, the others, do what you like. And he'll go to Tierney. You can have Salah and Gab, Gab, Gabby or Louise. You know, you, you're both the Brazilian boys. You can have Firmino if you want him. So I, I believe that, but I'll tell you what, as the man who is top of his fantasy football league, I'd like to arguably say I'm probably the best manager here and you've got to play Saka on the right, boys. We're playing more transitional football, not counter-attacking football. Pepe is a brilliant counter-attacking footballer. He's arguably one of my favourite players in the Arsenal team. I love Nicolas Pepe, but he's not good on the transitions. Saka... If, I know people keep going on about you talking all these silly stats. Two pre-assists against West Ham. I'm like, he's got a bit of telepathy, like you said earlier, Neil. Him and Ceballos have got a good link. Him and I think him and Bellerin have a much better link than Pepe and Bellerin have. I think Pepe and Bellerin still ain't really clicked together. And I'm like, Robertson, as much as he'll be scared of Pepe, he was he was on toast against Saka in the Charity Shield, Community Shield, whatever you want to call it. And I'm like, you, for me, it's got to be Saka, Orba, Laka. The, the only argument, I, I don't disagree with any of the options, to be honest. I'd, I'd be fine with all of them. It's, it's just such a dilemma to think about, is that he hasn't really pushed, post-pandemic, he hasn't really pushed for youngsters like Saka mm. in these big games, in these big games, right? In the, in the semi-final, Saka yeah. was away. Final, Saka, I don't think he even got on. I don't, he, he wasn't, it wasn't included in the, in, in, the, in the first 11, was he? So the, yeah. that would be a really big call. If you, but if you can trust any youngster at this moment, it's, it is Saka, isn't it? So I think, and he, and he is the, the on-form, like you said, you, don't, you put him anywhere on the pitch, yeah. he's, he's the on-form player. I've, he's always I've in no, it. No, I've got no problems with Willian if people think that I think Willian's a waste. No, Willian, 
like Michael just explained, seasoned veteran, big game player, plus the free kicks, the corners. That's another dimension, you know, with, especially with like the stature I said, you want a player that can take these corners and everything else. You want, you want the set piece player. So I think it probably will be Willian. But if I had my way, I'd have Saka in there every day. Of the week. You'd have you'd have Saka, and then you'd have um, a Tierney left wing back and Gabriel left like centre back. Yeah, Are we a verbiage t- of speed kills, Jack? I'm like, yeah. go for them quick. Yeah, yeah. Get yeah. those goals, and then you know, Klopp said we bought. You know, oh, oh, get I'm those goals. Right. Look at you. Be be yeah. two and three up, and then just hold it off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go three up, and then just make hey. some changes at sixty. Hey, I was, I was I was still a thought in my dad's head and a glint in my mum's eye in 1989. But Neil's no rubbing one, off on you, you see. No one expected us to get two goals there, and what happened? Uh, all you right, know. it's Thomas running through the midfield. Neil, if we do do Tierney left centre back, I'm sorry, I'm um, left wing back. Um, what it does do, Gabriel's played central for these both two games, right? And what we use the left centre back as, if it's Tierney, and we saw the replacement with Kalashnak is almost as a, as a, as a left fullback. You know, he's constantly bombing on that left centre-back. Does Gabriel have those capabilities? I, I don't know it yet. I've not seen enough. No, I've not seen enough. It's not seen enough. I mean, I mean, I know he's, he's he, he, from what we've heard about him, he's quick. He, he can deliver. He's got the presence. So, I mean, I, I would, if, if Tierney's going to be playing, I, I, I I, I would I would have obviously Louis in the middle because he's 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 got to be in the middle of the defence. You could have Gabriel on the left and you've got Holding on the right, and then you've got Bellerin and uh, uh, and uh, Tierney as the, um, uh, the the wing backs. But uh, I I I think Gabriel will be up for it. I don't know whatever whichever whatever his role is, he'll be up for it. Hundred percent. We saw how he played on his debut. I was shocked. You know he hasn't played since March. And look how he did. He was rusty for the first, what, 10, 15 minutes. And after that, he, he, he was possibly man of the match. And you, 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 can't ex- you can't expect anything more from a debutant that hasn't ever played in the Premier League and has been, actually been off for six months. So you've got to, for me, the, those three have to be the, the back three, have to be. Um, and so, yeah, the only thing is I agree with what you said, James, about Niles. It's a bit sad about him because he hasn't really done anything wrong. And he's... He's shown that he can do it in the bigger games as well, but it's it's a it's a nice dilemma to have, isn't it? It's God, we've got all these options. I think we were talking about it on the last a couple of pods ago that we've got so many options. Okay, some players are going to have to sacrifice, but that's what we want in a club. We want to have that depth where we can mix and match, and we have what Melvin was asking about a plan A, B, and C. We've got the capability of doing that, switching it if things aren't working. So I, I don't think there's any issues there. Um, just interesting on Pepe, though, what Michael was saying, what James was saying, and, and, and Willian. I mean, the only thing about Pepe that, that interests me in this fixture is that he's got previous against Van Dijk, and no one had done that to Van Dijk before. He, he, he did what he did and made him look stupid. And I'm just wondering if that, what you were talking about earlier, James, about this thing being in Leno's mind, the injury. I wonder if there's a little bit of a psychological thing in Van Dijk's mind about Pepe. And you're, you're talking, you, you know, it'll be interesting if he doesn't feature for me. I think he should feature at some point, whether he comes on as a late sub, sub as you've alluded to. But at some point, I think he could make an impact, whether we're already 3-0 up or whether we need a goal in the dying seconds. You know, he could make the difference. But it's such a close call for me between Pepe and Willian. really is. Um, because I think they've both got the pros, pros and cons. Um, it'll be really yeah, interesting to see what Arteta goes with. We can bring you on, mate. I'll, I'll I'd have you come on, mate. I'll be well. <laughs> you know what? I think, I Key, we haven't mentioned you, him yet. But, um, 
I think Lacazette's going to be key in this game. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. he'll be really big key. Big game player, Jax. Big, game, big player. game player. And you know, the, the pressing that he put on, I know it was just, uh, you know, they just won the title, but the pressing he put on Van, Van Dyke does not like to be pressed. He, he doesn't want to be close to anyone. He's a very good defender. I'm not, I'm not saying he's a fan. I'd love to have him. But when you press him or you throw a ball over the top to him five or six times a half, right over his head, he doesn't like it. So honestly, if we're going to do a little bit of pressing, trigger on his foot touch soon as he touches it would trigger on him because he does not like it he's relatively comfortable on the ball but if you start nudging into him a little bit he does not like being pressured he, he expects to see the whole game well, can, can, I, can I just ask yeah can I just ask all of you I don't think there is they don't look as defensively tight as they have done and I think they're there for the taking at the moment they did look to better me, they against don't, Chelsea but they had they did, they did but, but look what happened against Leeds yeah. Look what happened against Leeds. They always they seem to trigger goals. it, though. They always seem to, you know, when they cut. And Thiago is a yeah, fantastic I, I think, in, in I, I think if, any, if there's any time to play him twice in a week, it's now. You reckon, well, well, I'll take that. You, I'll you take make that. a great point because Chelsea, for all of how crap they were, Werner had a brilliant chance, but then they went two up on him and he just lost it. Jorginho should have scored the penalty. And Tammy Abraham, Mr. S- it was a, it was a good save as well. But Tammy Abraham should have buried that. And I'm telling you now, if we get three cutthroat chances like that, we're scoring one or two of them. And I believe that. I believe that. And and also, let's not you know uh, play down the win at the Emirates. You know, you've got to remember their team. They they went for those hundred points. They played their strongest team in that game at the Emirates. And I remember. Remember at the time thinking, oh Christ, we're going to get turned over. It's going to be embarrassing. They were going for the 100 points and we had a few chances in that game as well. So it was, you know, I know we were hanging on a little bit second half, but we opened them up a few times in that game. So it's just like, you know, you're painting them. Yeah, they won the title, but they were going for it. They didn't play, they didn't drop six of their their, their big boys. They played all of them that, that night. And we and we did it. You know, Lacazette, you know, was a trigger man. You know, it caused, caused all the problems. So, yeah, we need another big one again from him on Monday. Yeah, tell him to go all out 65 minutes and then get Eddie on. So all out for 65, absolutely, and then switch it and get Eddie on to to kick a few people and run run them ragged because he just run all day, won't he, Eddie? But um, let's talk transfers a little bit, a little bit. Runner Runnerson came in for 1.2 million. Obviously, a clear indication that we're trying to sign a backup and not necessarily unless we go again in the goalkeeper region. But um, there's not been much talk of that this week. Um, but obviously, everything can change in the next. What we got eight days left of the transfer window, something like that. It's going to start moving now, isn't it? whether it's after after Monday's game or whatever it is, things are going to start happening. Hopefully, outgoings, you know, are going to start happening. Um, Anthony, just a, just a thought, because obviously a lot of stuff's come out on, on, on our today and started to come out a bit more reliable in the last hour, like Fabrizio Romano said. You know, he, firstly, it's been said by two really reliable journalists that he's our number one target. So, like, we spoke about Partey being our number one target. It looks like that relationship's very volatile, Anthony, with, with Raplet Madrid and, the, and Lucas Torreira issue. Um, ours more, from what I've seen of our and there's a couple of Champions League games, to be honest, and a ton of YouTube clips, is um, he seems to me to be, be able to play deep. He really seems to me to be a little bit more advanced than, than Partey and, and certainly not more, not as physical, but technically extremely gifted. Something that we lack with the 
yeah, think about all the technical players we've had, Anthony, with with you know Riziki and Kazola and, and and Wilshire and Cesc Fabregas and whatnot. We really lack that now, and and look to guys like Sabios to bring that technicality. So, what are your thoughts on that? The, the, the first last thing I just read was that the fee initially was sixty million, but because of the pandemic and the time left in the transfer window, there's a belief that the, the fee could drop as low as forty five million. Uh, what's your thoughts on that player being our primary target as opposed to someone like Thomas Partey? Yeah, I was kind of with Neil on, on originally really wanting Partey instead. Um, but if you do t- take into account the fact that A, Ceballos is really just a loney. I mean, we, we talk about him like he's a permanent signing and I, and I love everything he does for our club, but he is a Real Madrid player, you know, at the end of the day. So um, if you take that into account and B, the fact that he's not a number 10 you know like we talk about him like he's sometimes like like he is but he's not he like you say often he's more of number eight i think we need a player like that in the in the squad i don't know who he replaces because and i think we talked about this a couple weeks ago as well is excuse me i don't know who he comes in for but yeah i would like to have him i mean that's that's a good problem to have i guess is is trying to figure out where all these players slot in you know um, but we do need, uh, we're going to need a number 10. I don't know what the deal is, is with, and we can get to that later if you want, if we don't oh, yeah. get it at all. I forgot to um, mention it. What were your thoughts on Ozil and Guendouzi just being admitted from, because I mean, the journos pushed it, didn't they? You know, they, they, they that's all they asked us here. And he was probably very frustrated, but this was the one game that you, if they were going to be included, this was the game. So what, what, yeah. what are your thoughts there? Are, are we just, we've got to remove one of them at least. You I think it's telling. You? Yeah. I think, I do think it is telling. I don't think Arteta is making as big a deal about it as maybe the media is. Um, but I do, I do think it's telling. I think at least one of them has got to leave. At least one of them has to leave, right? I mean, maybe it's Guendouzi because of his attitude. I don't know. Every every picture I see of, of the training sessions, Ozil looks like he's having a fun time, but I, maybe that's just because he's getting paid a lot. I don't know. Um, I like the he's player still, himself, okay anyway. but I don't know what we do with him from here forward. Like I, if, if he could somehow find a way to get back into this first team, sure. I'm all for it. I just don't see it happening. So not, I, I, I don't know. He's not going anywhere. Nah, my, yeah, he's not going anywhere. Mike. Going you, I, mean, I think it's going to do. Yeah, the, 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 the only thing, the only thing I'd worry about, sorry to jump in at these is we've the keep bringing up the homegrown and the non-homegrown quota and that we've, but we're two over. And I don't know, if it's possible for them to actually deregister Ozil, if, if, if that is an option, you know, when it comes down to next week or the week before, a couple of days before, would the club make that option? That's quite massive. But would they make that decision to say they're going to, they're going to take, they're going to, you know, deregister him from that so they can register, uh, you know, one of the, one of the other two to come in. You know, that, I, I don't know whether that's possible or not, but imagine if they did that because it doesn't seem like this guy's got a future at all. You know, if he can't feature in the squad for, for, for the League Cup, then what, you know, what are we doing? You know, we, we, you know, just wasting, wasting everyone's time, you know? So I know, um, exactly. Hector Bellerin is said that for every match or every game that we win, he's in the, what plant, what is it, 3,000 trees? It's just as well, like, you know, there's no newspapers around really anymore because imagine the amount of, you know, Tosh that's been written about Ozil in the in or you know digitally. Imagine if it was in the newspapers. If one bought a newspaper, it's it's ridiculous. It, 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 I'm I'm just sick of it. The only thing I'll say is in in a year's time it'll be gone possibly, and that will be it. It'll be done. P- possibly, you know, you know, you know. I love that. Possibly, yeah. Well, possibly, yeah. Okay. We hope when his contract's up, we hope he's. But yeah, there is an argument. The only argument there is such a boring topic, so I don't like to go too much on it. But because we talk about it so much, Mike. But um. 
the only argument there is if we're truly not going to use him, Arteta's going to be asked about him constantly every game. Um, so if we're truly not going to use him, I don't know how it works in terms of terminating a contract. But if you're going to pay that money anyway and not use him, is there an argument that just do it now and pay it over the next 12 months or pay maybe a little bit less because you allow him to sign somewhere else earlier? I presume yeah. that's a factor. Right? If you if you stop someone's contract a year early, say you're going to pay them the money, but they're allowed to sign somewhere earlier, you probably don't have to pay as much. I'm sure that must be a, that must be in there somewhere. Maybe, yeah. So, And there's also an argument that playing him adds to a certain amount to his wages, but I don't know if that's true. I don't think that's a factor. I, I just think it's boring and, and I'm not sure it does us any good to have a player that's clearly done a lot in the game clearly we're not going to use him so just have him have him around you're going to pay him that money either way you're not going to use him don't you have get, him around you know you get a good win against Leicester you get through to the next round of the cup and you go onto it and you see trending and the top trending is Ozil yes and that's going to be the case every game no matter what we do we, we, we turn Liverpool over you know, we beat Liverpool 5-0 oh why was Ozil in the squad yeah. You know what I mean? It's just going to be there every every week, and you know, I think you're right. Something needs to be done, but I don't know see what we're going to do. Can't see no, it. Gwendo- no. Gwendozi's a weird one because obviously he's a spoiled little git, but um, he's only on forty grand a week. He's a France international, or played a lot for the under twenty ones, and played for or been in the squad for the France squad. He's not. A- He's you know, captain Jack. He's yeah, captain. It's odd, and then there's been some rumours about him asking for a transfer request, which I always found ironic. I'm like, is there something that made you think we want to keep you, Gwen? What made you think we want to keep you exactly? We're trying. We're putting literally posters up of you in bus stops and we can't get rid of you Gwen so like he comes in for a transfer request I bet Mikel just starts giggling Yeah, well, what, if you could help me Matteo because I'm calling some clubs for me that would help me out um, but it's very strange because like, I always think the ability to be able to get rid of players that are rumoured to be going like Mustafi and Torreira etc is the wage like the wage is so high Torreira's on 75 grand a week Mustafi's on 90 grand a week Socrates 92 grand a week Kalashnik 100 grand a week it's the, it's the wage. I always look to the wage. It's too much for the player. But Gwendozi's on 40 grand a week. That's not a lot. That's not a lot. So it just, it's a strange one to me. It's one that has to... So I, I think I think we, he goes. I know there's nothing being said about it, but I think he still goes this window. I, I just don't see how we couldn't get rid of him, at least on a loan. At least on a loan, it's got to be. But Neil, what's your thoughts? Partey is not the number one target. It's getting quite reliable now that he's not the number one target. So, so it shows what you know, mate. I know nothing. No, no. That's why I don't do. That's why I don't do transfers, Jack. Come on. No, no, no. no. But we need one. We we, we need one top player. We don't I, want I, one I'm of these. Devi- I, do you know what? I, I am devastated if we don't get part of it. I, that's, I, I know we talked about the fact that you guys were kind of happy if nothing else happens. Now, do you remember we spoke about that? And I and I tend to agree. But I said I still more. think he's. I, I yeah. I I just think that he's so. Hit that kind of player just for me completes us. We've said it over and over again. I'm going to say it again. We need him to complete the jigsaw. If we're going to be, you know, playing at the very top and highest level in maybe two or three seasons, we need a player like that. We just need that missing Vieira esque player we have not had for so many years. And whether it be Partey or someone very similar, just got to get him and as soon as possible. I don't want to wait year, two years. And I'm sick of this. Oh, he's one for the future. If you look at another player, and no, 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 no. We need to act now. We've done the one for the future for ten years plus. We need these players now. And, and, and I just think that he's an essential player. But I was swayed very slightly. And Anthony, Anthony made actually a really good point there earlier about uh, Eeyore. I know he's Eeyore, Eeyore, whatever. Um, 
he, he, he said that Danny's not our player, you know, and, and, I, and, I, and that, actually that was a good point. So if we do get him and we didn't get Partey before Anthony said that, I was like, no, 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 no. Partey must, he's the first choice. But after what Anthony said, it's kind of tipped the scales a little bit, but I, I still think we need a Partey player. We, we do, Jack, we just do. I think the AL player indicates a change in the system at some point. Yeah. Because he, yeah. he looks like that advanced player that we can't fit into the current system. So it indicates a change in the system is coming earlier than maybe we thought because we all sort of felt the back three was there to stay with David Luiz being here for a year longer. And that maybe changes things. But the, the, the just two things that seem like fact is one, they want Lucas Herrera. And two, they do not want to consider Lucas Herrera as part of the deal to... to yeah. uh, and I agree with the club on that one, to be honest honest if they're not if they, yeah, if they yeah. want one of our players and they're not willing to include one of their players who clearly has a release clause um, in yeah. that the, 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 the club's no, that's fair probably enough. being right and standing their ground in that but but, but, but can I just ask you then Jay if, if I don't want to I hate tempting fate but if something happened to one of our players say Jacker or someone of that that nature who do we have coming in Christel Nenny that's what I mean yeah. so we do need someone there yeah. desperately yeah, I do. I agree because Torreira is clearly. I mean, he's not been part of the squads, and he was always part of the squads. He's clearly no, 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 no. no, no, no we don't no, know where he's going. And Guindouzi can't even get in the Carabao Cup squad. So at that point, you're, you're thinking Willock, and we've already talked about it in the previous. Uh, like like Willock doesn't sit in that two right. He doesn't. He, he, he was leaving El Nenny a lot in the early mm. of that game yesterday. That's why it was, I'm mm. um, sorry, the other day, that's why it was so good to see El Nenny um, hold his position so well, you know, and, and, and really contain that midfield so well because Willett was almost Aaron Ramsey, wasn't he? Going to be the third mm. midfielder going into the box. It's mm. nice to see, but really yeah. in the system that we're playing in, it's, it felt quite um, uncomfortable because I was like, well, you're not Odd. supporting yeah. your midfield partner at all there and maybe he was mm. told to do that. I don't know, but um, let's do predictions before we go for Liverpool away at Anfield. We'll do one after the Monday game and and then I think we play Thursday again. And we might as well just stay down there, mightn't we? Just stay down there and chill out a little bit. Be in our bubbled hotel room or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, they were, they were sad it was going to be Wednesday and then they switched it to Thursday. Mike, what's going on? That was on Sky. That, that was on Sky. Um, so you'll be able to watch the uh, Lee Cup one. Uh, there you go, Neil. You won't have to watch we'll have it through your neighbour's window. Yeah. There you go. Um, Mike, <laughs> as you're there, what's your prediction? Go on, Monday, massive game, mate. Uh, Anfield Ooh. don't do well there notoriously I'll, I'll say one all uh, one all and uh, you can't go wrong in, you can't go past Aubameyang so Aubameyang one all I'd love that all day to be honest uh, Neil go on you're up you yourself off okay. mute first uh, right um, uh, sorry 2-0 2-0 St- to Arsenal of course, to end. This is the problem. We do late Friday night ones. This is the problem you see, Neil. Two nil. Two nil. Who's your first goal scorer? Um, I'll go with. I'll, I'm going to back James and I'll back uh, Michael and say Willian. Willian, free kick maybe. Okay, clean sheet at Anfield. Whatever, okay. don't care. But clean sheet, yeah, hundred uh, percent. Gabriel uh, will make sure of it. Yeah, all right, James Gordon. Yeah, 2-1 Abamyang. 2-1 Abamyang. Just that is Buxton. That is Buxton. <laughs> All right. What's, I've lost the reference. What am I mean? I'm, I'm out there, Lou. I feel like Jeremy. You, you, you said it was late night on a Friday in some instance. Oh, that is Buxton. Oh, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Water very in, good. Very yeah. good. Very good. Um, Anthony, prediction. It's very, it's really positive, to be honest. Uh, I'm going to be a little more realistic here. I just, 
I don't see us getting the, th- the three points. I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to say two, two. Uh, so two all. All right. No, two, two. yeah. You don't, no, no, you don't no, see no, a score no. two. Uh, uh, I can uh, see uh, a score two. I could just also see us conceding two. It's just very, very positive. So. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not left for me. Um, okay, I'm gonna say two. I'm gonna say Aubameyang for score. Yeah, Aubameyang. That makes sense. well. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get one. Yeah. Um, oh, I think we'll get. I mean, we've let's be honest. We've, we've gone there and been battered for a few years, haven't we? I can't remember the last time we really made a game of it. To be honest, but. Um, I think I think we're going to go and make a game of it. I just think we might we might get un, uh, undone. I think I think I think they've um, they made a couple of signings. I think I think they're massively favourites still to win the league. You saw against Chelsea there, their quality. So I go. I think we might they might nick it two one against us. But I think I think we'll give a good game of it. Um, I hope not. I hope not. I, w- I want to. I, 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 I dream of a point. Niels is ridiculous. I dream of a point uh, like Mike and Anthony said. But um, I'll go. I'll go two one. Um, to, to to them, and uh, I'll say Bamiyan grabs our, our goal, but I'm, I'll keep your fingers crossed. You didn't leave me a lot of draws unless we go to a three-three. I can't go more. I couldn't go more than a draw. It's too positive. Too Last positive. time we played them twice in a week, we beat them three-one and six-three. Oh, was that the Baptista one? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And the other see, one was the, they were both cup games, though, weren't they? The other one was the FA Cup, I think. Yeah, the one think was the so, League yeah, Cup. Yeah. That was Thierry Henry making Carragher fall on the floor. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, lovely. Good times. Good to well. Yeah, it's a good omen. Good omen. So Monday night game, boys. It's been good. Hopefully, if Anthony says I haven't screwed this up, we are um, we are on YouTube um, now. I don't know how Whoa. long for, but you know, we are on YouTube. So to watch this one on YouTube because you know you can see our reactions and stuff. You know and see uh, how much Neil forgets to turn his mic back on. And just just real quick for the YouTube thing, for anyone listening and wants to watch us on YouTube, so we're going to need at least 100 subscribers to be able to get a custom YouTube URL. So it's going to be just like this long garbled URL for YouTube.com slash whatever. Uh, so we'll post it, obviously, like Jack will put it on the Twitter and everything. But we're, we're we only posting the YouTube one for a couple of days. Everyone's going to subscribe <laughs> to that. So we need 100 subscribers and then it needs to be 30 days, too. So but hopefully within a month, uh, with everyone's support, we can get that custom URL. It'll be I'm assuming it'll just be YouTube.com slash purely Arsenal or whatever Jack wants to make it. Um, but to get that, we do need those subscribers. So even if you're not going to watch it on YouTube, but you want to support the pod, we'll, it'll be we'll get those in two days. Two days, yeah, and, and subscribing so, free. That'll be awesome. Right, and then you just right. Oh yeah, yeah. Free. So if you if you want to support the pod, um, like Jack says, we don't really ask for money. So a huge way to support us, even if you don't want to watch on YouTube, just go give us a subscription, um, and then you could just ring the notification bell, Anthony, as well. Yeah, that's too. Just so you can, you're notified right when it goes up, right when it's done processing. Well, you'll be able click to watch the thumbs it. up on it as well. Click the thumbs up on the old YouTube when you're on this. Yeah, what, don't don't this do the minus all one. on YouTube. We're we're too good looking not to at least post this for a couple of days on YouTube. I gotta make sure my hair is a little nicer YouTube next time. Yeah, yeah. Me, free me and well. Mike had a shave. Um, YouTube free. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, right. you know, just a free trial at the moment. So if you wanna if you wanna you know have your phone on the other things in the background, but you still wanna listen to it youtube premium is free you can do that with youtube is it well it's not free you get a trial like you, you said. get a free you get, trial you get, yeah, you get yeah it's a like a 30-day trial or something which yeah. is enough to get our subscription up that's so let's enough. do that that's enough. push for the subscription that's all we're asking for today because it's first youtube we've been in four years the first ever time we did a video stream so so it's pretty good going if we get it going um boys thank you so much we can stay online if you want or if you've got to go you've got to go but up the arsenal up the arsenal take care come on you come on you catch you over the weekend 